Hi everyone, welcome to Around the World in 80s Movies. My name is Vince Leo. I am the author of the film review website, Quipster.net. I invite you to check out over 4,000 of my written reviews. You can read there. I've been doing film reviews since 1996, so quite a lot to choose from, including films of the 1980s. That's Quipster.net, Q-W-I-P-S-T-E-R.net. Today we're going to go to a film that kind of goes around the world, at least at different periods of time. It's called Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. A pretty big movie when I was in college. I was probably at the right level of maturity to really get this film. It's a comedy, science fiction, fantasy. It's PG rated because of language and some rude humor and runs an hour and 30 minutes. Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter are the main stars as Bill and Ted. George Carlin, Bernie Casey, Amy Stockpointon, Terry Camilleri, Dan Shore, Tony Steedman, Rod Loomis, Al Leong, Jane Wheatland of the Go-Go's, and many more people are in this film. Stephen Herrick is the director. The screenplay is credited to Chris Matheson and Ed Solomon. So those of you who grew up in the era know this is a quintessential teen flick of the late 1980s. You know, Bill and Ted's Excellent Venture has gone from a minor cult hit in the theaters to an adolescent staple for people in that era with an archetype that would be emulated by other famous so-called stoner teen duos like Wayne and Garth from Wayne's World or Beavis and Butthead. Now, none of those are actually stoners because they don't smoke pot, but I think that's the vibe you get while you're watching these characters. It's a formula that seemed to work well at the time. The dumb but cute fun always allows you to laugh with the comic duo instead of at them. With director Stephen Herrick, who also directed films like Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead and Holy Man, he never makes the mistake of taking the characters, their situations, or even the entirety of human history, for that matter, all that seriously. Now, don't bother trying to bring in any logic or common sense into this adolescent fantasy. If you do that, you'll probably be in the right frame of mind to enjoy the modest humor and the infectious geniality that the characters provide. The setting of Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure is San Dimas in California. This is 1988, where these two high school-aged boys, Bill S. Preston Esquire, he's played by Alex Winter, and Ted Theodore Logan, played by Keanu Reeves, are on the verge of flunking out of school. Their last hope of academic survival is their upcoming oral presentation in history, which they only have a couple of days to prepare for. They both need an A+. On this exam, and it's at this critical moment in their lives that they're visited by a man called Rufus, played by George Carlin, along with themselves from the near future. Yes, they see themselves and actually give themselves advice from the future. Those selves declare that they're about to go on a wild time hopping adventure through history in order to gain first hand knowledge to help them on their test. You see, the future civilization is built around the music that's made by these two young men in their band called Wild Stallions, which has brought forth an era of peace and harmony and tranquility to future generations. Now, they get into a phone booth, which they use as a means of transportation. Bill and Ted end up visiting various eras throughout history, picking up persons of historical significance, such as Abraham Lincoln or Napoleon or Socrates, or as they call them, Socrates in order to not only pass their tests, but also to make the world a better place for the Earth's progeny. Now, I probably won't be going out on a limb by stating that one's enjoyment of Bill and Ted's excellent adventure 
is probably going to come down to the age, the mentality, and the current mood of you, the viewer who sees it, as this is primarily a film that's aimed at young adults with additional appeal to kids and some adults who also enjoy films aimed at younger viewers. It's not the sort of film that will have you bowled over with laughter, but I do think that it's one that might actually make you smile now and then and in between. It has a very pleasant delivery and a likable enough performances for it to at least pass as an amiable time killer. While some viewers might complain that this sort of movie is indicative of the dumbing down of teen films that occurred during this time period, I think it can be argued that this actually has the opposite effect. It makes world history seem like fun. We have characters that we can all relate to, mostly because they come down to our level within the film. Most of the characters play to certain stereotypes and well-known personality traits, but Given that nearly everything else about the film resides on the surface level, I think it's disingenuous to expect that the real-life historical counterparts would appear rather than the idealized cartoonish representations that those viewers with only a passing familiarity with them might know. To the film's credit, the supporting cast of kooky characters is excellent, not just in the slang usage of the term used by Bill and Ted. There are some choice rock allusions and smaller roles for E Street Band sax player Clarence Clemens and the Go-Go's guitarist Jane Wheedlin and a few other cameos that are a joy here. The film is not necessarily meant to be taken seriously, but there are some thematic through lines I guess you could draw upon. One of them happens to be that uh, the film seems to suggest that history is fun, but reading is maybe not so much. Bill and Ted end up traversing to the library upon having to gather information, but they're generally clueless about what to do. It's just not the way they prefer to learn. Their basis of knowledge comes from experience and hearing about things, so it's only natural that their conveyance throughout history comes from a phone booth, which is an obvious nod to another time-traveling property, Doctor Who. The phone booth has mounted on it a TV antenna to operate, you know, television being the replacement for books, for storytelling, and information in the era. The phone in the 1980s is where many teens heard gossip and connected to one another, so a phone booth is appropriate too. And if they're going to have to find out about history, it's going to have to be directly from the historical figures themselves in order to make the world a utopia. That utopia does not involve books. It involves listening to music, their music, and just being righteous dudes who are excellent to one another. You know, if you watch Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure today, it's one of those movies that one might, based on outward appearances, be tagged as maybe too dated for today's audiences to fully connect to You know, perhaps you might feel like you have to love 80s movies and the kitsch that that provides in order to really get into it. But I think that in this case, the datedness does work in its favor, with the exception of maybe one moment where Bill and Ted share a homophobic reaction to finding themselves in each other's embrace that seems to be very dated to the time. Like many other teen comedies of the 1980s, there's this sense of innocent fun, of adventure that comes without a high overhead, and also without pretense on being anything more than a film that's meant for entertainment only. And as such, I don't think that Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure is going to be embraced by film snobs, but as something to entertain young and old alike, it may not be a home run with everyone, but it's almost certainly going to be a hit with most people. You don't have to head out to the Water Loop, which is the water park that is in San Dimas, California, at least in this film. I think it's called Raging Waters, perhaps, in 
real life. I don't even know if it's still there anymore, to be honest with you. I haven't been there for a long time, but but you don't have to slide down a water slide to experience a fun ride. It's all right here in this compact 90-minute, most triumphant adventure. This film was followed by a sequel in 1991, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. I'm not sure if I'm going to be covering that on this show because, like I said, I cover films of the 1980s. I have made an exception with Star Wars, but perhaps on a future episode, I might find a reason to tack that on here. So I'm going to leave it at just this 1989 film for now, and I'm going to give Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure on my scale three stars, which means I do think that this is a worthwhile film for those people who enjoy this kind of movie. If you love films of the 80s, you like Keanu Reeves, especially his younger self, It's just really kind of infectious fun. I probably watch it once every two or three years, and I seem to always have a good time with it. Kind of an easy recommendation for me, even though I realize it's kind of a dumb movie, and meant to be so, to its credit. Thank you, everyone, for listening. I hope that you enjoyed this review. This is the first of three films that I'll be doing that cover time travel for high school teens. Now, those of you may immediately think, well, 1980s time travel, teenagers, obviously I'm going to get into Back to the Future next. Now, that happens to be a trilogy in and of itself, which I will probably visit sometime soon. I'm going to leave that aside, and I'm going to go to another time travel film of a certain sort, Peggy Sue Got Married. That'll be my next review. So for those of you who'd like to watch the movie ahead of when I do the review, check out Peggy Sue Got Married, because that will be my very next review. Francis Ford Corpola film that was fairly critically acclaimed kind of at the time, I'll see if it actually stands the test of time when I review it on the next episode. Thank you, everyone, for listening. I hope that you enjoyed listening to the Around the World in 80s Movies podcast. I also want to encourage you to check out the film review podcast in which I cover brand new films that are out in theaters. It's called the Quipster Film Review Podcast. Q-W-I-P-S-T-E-R. Just search for that wherever you search for your podcast and you'll find me. Until you hear me again, I hope that you click that subscribe button and you'll continue to take this journey around the world in 80s movies with me. Review. We all know it's so hot.